for our Brahma Vihara this time, I wanted to uh, share with you some reflections about the third Brahma Vihara, namely Mudita. And the translation that I like for Mudita is uh, appreciative joy. So it's this ability to and practice of resonating with the joy of others. And not only with the joy of others, but to resonate with our own joy and the joys that arise in our lives. So hopefully you're hearing it's it's quite a broad arena. And it's just that simple thing, right? Some, something happens to one of your friends that's so wonderful, a, a good thing happens in their lives, or they engage in something that is so touching, like a generous act that fills their heart. And then it's that feeling of, oh, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy that you're happy. So it's that that ability to resonate with the joy in someone else's life, especially wholesome joy is what we're looking for. And the Dalai Lama points out that, that when you rejoice in the joy of others, you increase your odds of joy from one to seven billion. Those are great odds. So I'll point that out. And it's also showing up for and appreciating the good things in your own life. The simple stuff and, and other stuff. So it really is in this, this realm of, of gratitude. And it extends, and I, I want to share with you a poem that really speaks to even a, a, another dimension of, of appreciative joy. Uh, it's a poem entitled, The Sun. Have you ever seen anything in your life more wonderful than the way the sun, every evening, relaxed and easy, floats toward the horizon and into the clouds or the hills? Or the rumpled sea and is gone? And how it slides again out of the blackness every morning on the other side of the world, like a red flower streaming upward on its heavenly oils, say, on a morning in early summer, at its perfect imperial distance. And have you ever felt for anything such wild love? Do you think there is anywhere in any language a word billowing enough for the pleasure that fills you as the sun reaches out as it warms you, as you stand there, empty-handed? Or have you too turned from this world? Or have you too gone crazy for power, for things? I find that so touching, especially how she describes that. And is there anywhere in any language a word billowing enough for that kind of pleasure that fills you? And then that turn, which I think is so important and is so fitting for what we've been talking about, 
Or have you gone in the other direction, gone crazy for power, for things, right? This flavor of greed, of grasping, of obsession. This is an entirely different kind of pleasure that she's pointing to. It's the, it's the bringing in the joy that we can experience when we behold something like the sun. It's interesting, Ajahn Sumedho likens or puts in this category of mudita these kinds of experiences, like this deep appreciation for the natural world. And even in the Teragata, which is this collection of poems by uh, monastics, monks, uh, the Venerable Mahakasapa, there's just a striking uh, passage where he, he's talking about delighting in the natural world, these, these crags, these rocky cliffs that so delight his heart. And you can hear in the passage of how it really is opening his heart. And then it, it, it's, the, it's the gateway into him uh, uh, going to stating the, the next deeper pleasure, which is the pleasure in the Dhamma, in this path, in this practice. So medita is also this about when I'm, when I'm savoring my own joys, this whole realm of being touched in this way. And I can find it here. It's also this realm of gratitude. Just one minute here. Because when I'm appreciating my own joy, really it's this quality of of gratitude. And it's fitting so well with what we've been covering with kindness and compassion, this being able to love ourselves in all these different dimensions. And, and what I noticed is, is in order to cultivate the capacity to be there for the joy in my own lives, I need to have this sensitivity when there are things that are going well, that are good in my life. Because it's so easy to forget that. I remember this fellow Bill O'Hanlon said he, he wanted a, like a bumper sticker that said, Lord, please help, accept, help me accept the truth about myself, no matter how good it is. Right? That's a practice to really accept goodness in our hearts and to appreciate that. So what it isn't. So the opposite, again, what we find in the commentaries, the Vasudhimaga is this, this framework of a definition of the far enemy being the opposite of the quality that we're cultivating. So the far enemy of mudita, it's envy, right? That feeling of, and it can feel like sometimes there's only so much joy and happiness around. And if that person has it, and that means I'm not going to have enough of it for myself. And it can get so entangled, and maybe you've felt this around uh, uh, envy, is uh, the comparing mind. And when I'm comparing myself to others, like if, if I feel like either, either way, better than or less than, and the Buddha says even equal to, there's a stress there. Like there's a, my joy and happiness are dependent upon something around the comparing. 
and and I don't know if you've ever felt this. It's almost like I can feel the instability of that, and the lack of lack of real joy that's there when when the mind is so caught up in and entangled in in comparing. And then the, the what's called the near enemy, the the thing that it can get confused with is uh, usually the word that's used is either exhilaration or exuberance. So you could say it's it's that place where we're no longer truly being present with the joy, but rather getting lost in it. It's like there's a lost quality rather than the really savoring, like Mary Oliver was saying in that poem, that that, that feeling of being filled with pleasure and being being there for it rather than grasping at it or getting lost in it. And I, I feel like appreciative joy is so important because it reminds me that this path is really about happiness. It's about contentment. And and what a sweet place to to explore it as far as this goes. And it's a it brings it into this relational world that that seeing that freeing the heart is is more than just me-ness. You know, it's stepping out of this small bubble of me and learning how to connect with the joy of others. So sweet. And learning that sensitivity when there's a wholesome joy in someone else's life and, and to really savor it. So how to cultivate it. It's going to be so similar to what we've done is, um, you know, using, often it's using a phrase or phrases if you want to. This is more of a commentarial way of doing it. The phrase I like is, may your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. I just love that phrase. <laughs> to be able to say that to others, um, may your happiness and good fortune, it's so wonderful it's there and I'm rejoicing in it and may it continue and increase. Or as simple as, I'm happy that you're happy. And to myself, may my happiness and good fortune continue and increase. And I, re I remember saying that phrase to myself when I first began doing appreciative joy. And I'll be honest, it just felt wrong. Like I shouldn't be like <laughs> wishing even for more happiness and more good fortune. <laughs> Feels indulgent. And yet it's not. It's, it's, it's allowing the heart to be filled even more with joy and to, to wish that for myself and others. What a, what a beautiful thing. It's really so sweet. And it can be so much fun. And the, the practice of it, the cultivating of it while we're doing this, what I find is it is, this is what I loved about the, the poem is, can you be filled with the pleasure of that joy when, when it's resonating with the joy of another or your own joy, to really allow it to fill the heart and the body? And you're probably going to hear a pattern here. Remember, with loving kindness, we, we wanted to find the easiest person for us to, or easiest being for us to connect to their goodness. And then in an uncomplicated way around compassion, that person that we have a connection with that we know who's suffering, but it's not an overwhelming suffering. So we can connect with it kind of in the easiest way. And then for appreciative joy, it's, it's, 
it's quite the 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 same, you know. In the commentaries in in the Vasudhi Maga, it will say to to begin with a cheerful person who is a good friend, and again, it's it's finding someone. I think a, a maybe a more precise language for me is it's that person who I know something good is going on in their life. You know, they they got the job that was uh, is so fulfilling for them and so meaningful. And I'm so happy about that. And it's not someone that I get entangled with in terms of envy. It's really easy to contact their joy. And it could be the opposite. Sometimes the joy is they got out of a job that was incredibly toxic. What a wonderful thing. Woohoo, that's a wholesome thing. <laughs> now they're living a different life in some way, or they, they're in a relationship that's onward leading in some way. And sometimes when I, when I mention these things, you can sometimes I know I can just feel that a little bit. And we want to find that being where it's really easy to contact that without a sense of, um, of envy in, in any kind of way. Also, I want to point out just for those of you who are doing the, the chanting, there's a word in the sharing the merits that uh, is similar to mudita, which is Anumodana. If you have that sheet in front of you, it's uh, sometimes sharing the merits is seen as Anumodana. And uh, we chant it the Itawata Cha Mehi Sambarang Bunya Sambarang Sabe Dewa Anumodantu. And in, in that chant, it's, um, it's not only inviting the, for example, the deities or other beings to share in our merit, but it's also inviting them to rejoice in it which is so beautiful. So you can hopefully hear this, the similarity around this. So often monastics will kind of offer, uh, the word is used a little bit differently in this context. After people have come and donated food, they'll offer anumodana to the donors, which is, it's like the, the monastics are rejoicing in the goodness that they, they are um, experiencing, like the, the rejoicing in the goodness of the generosity of the donors. And then it's having a time just to rejoice about generosity. So I love that word. Um, and, and sometimes you'll hear that word uh, used of, of, of rejoicing. That is this world of mudita. Okay, let's give it a try. So again, if uh, what I invite you to do is maybe move the body just for, for a minute here. So let's take a minute here, and if you need to stand and move around, and then we'll begin. Okay, once again, I invite you to come into a posture that feels supportive and allowing your attention to come inward and begin by feeling the body in whatever posture it's in.
allowing for a quality of relaxation in the body. Checking in with those parts of the body where there can sometimes be a habitual holding and to allow that to soften, to relax. I now invite you to bring your attention to your heart center. And again, if you want to help contact it, you can put a hand there. And again, noticing the quality of the heart now, open or calm or hesitant or tired or soft, simply feeling into that, being there with the heart center and the emotional quality. I now invite you to begin to bring into your heart someone who you know has some joy in their life, something they're joyful about that's onward leading. Whether it's the new job or letting go of a stifling job, an onward leading relationship. Someone who's joyful about their practice. So find the being that has that joy. And it's easy for you to contact. And allowing your heart to resonate with their joy and if it allows you to contact this quality of appreciative joy, you might want to try one or two of these phrases. Maybe something like, I'm so happy that you're happy. Or you might want to explore that other phrase, may your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. And now just continuing with those phrases or simply feeling, appreciating their joy, allowing it 
to fill you. If your mind gets lost in thought, just to begin again, utilizing the phrase or phrases, I'm so happy that you're happy, or may your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. And if it's difficult to find a being, maybe to start with somebody or some being like your dog or someone else's dog that gets so happy and joyful on that walk down the street that quality of feeling like that dog, happy for no reason, just joy. I'm so happy that you're happy. I now invite you to now transition to yourself. In contacting your own joys in your life. And often a gateway for people around this is intertwining this with the gratitude practice. Getting a sense of what you're grateful for that fills your heart. 
even the small things. Notice what comes around that. And then every so often, just placing that phrase in there, may my happiness and good fortune continue and increase. Savoring your own joy, savoring the goodness that's in your life. And then again, if the mind wanders off or gets lost, just to be good again, maybe with the quality of gratitude, contacting, may my happiness and good fortune continue and increase, allowing this to fill the heart. I now invite you to transition into simply noticing what being arises in your heart that has joy in their life. Contacting that, resonating with their joy. Again, expressing that. I'm so happy that you're happy. May your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. Allowing their joy to light up your heart.
Again, may your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. I'm so happy that you're happy. And once again, I invite you to transition once again to back to ourselves. What arises right now when I invite you to open to what you're grateful for? What touches your heart? Maybe placing that phrase in there around whatever it is. Yeah, may my happiness and good fortune, may it continue and increase. May my happiness and good fortune continue and increase. I now invite you to transition once again, and this time I invite you to bring into your heart a person who you might feel envy towards, and if there's feels like you don't feel any envy towards someone, bringing into your heart a difficult person, who you have a sense there might be something joyful in their life truly joyful, either one, just a difficult person or someone that you have a little bit of envy around. To practice this, to be touched by their joy and the sense of, I'm so happy that you're happy.
May your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. Continue to open in this way towards this person. May your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. Contacting and resonating with the joy in that person's life. I'm so happy that you're happy. And then one last time to transition back to yourself. What are you grateful for? What is some joy in your life? And may it continue and increase. Continuing in this way towards yourself. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.